0: Perfect mess is mine. Perfect. going on everybody welcome to the perfect mess podcast i'm your host ray molina and this is episode 33 uh, this is another on the go uh podcast or edition of the podcast uh, if you're watching on youtube right now you probably see that i'm well you can't tell I'm, I'm at a park right now um and there used to be uh a little like a pond area a big pond area with these ducks and whatnot used to swim in there used to be turtles and all that stuff uh, this is a park that I used to bring my kids to. I still bring my kids to uh, now when we work out. Um, but when they were babies, barely could walk. Used to, this whole pond used to be full of water and wildlife, animals, you, talk, you name it, ducks, geese, uh, and turtles. So I got inspired, man, because I, uh, I came out here to run a couple miles, and then I got in, uh, got in some workout uh, doing some band work and, and um, some other stuff over here on the bench, but uh, I wanted to, I started thinking as I was um, exercising, I was getting down, I said, you know what, I got my tripod with me, I got my phone with me, and I got my headphones, so let's knock out another podcast while I'm here, because I'm inspired because of something that, uh, something that came across my mind when I was working out. Um, the other day, uh, a friend of mine uh, had messaged me asking if I had any book recommendations, uh, with regards to, uh, you know, something that could help them mentally and, and get their, get their mind in the right, in the, in the right mind state to help them mentally. Uh, and you know me, I'm always reading and, uh, and i I'm, I'm, if anybody hits me, I usually ha- will have a book recommendation. And if I don't, I'll, if it's not a book that I've read It's usually a book that's on my list that I'll say, look, I haven't read this one yet, but I've read about it and it's on my list to read. You should probably check it out Uh, and I'll send them an Amazon link or or whatever to buy it. Um, But the book I had recommended was uh, The Four Agreements uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. And if you're on YouTube, you can see it right here. Um, I recommended it because. It's done some wonders for me. Uh, This book was on my list to read, and then my partner, uh, my best friend, uh, Tracy, uh, bought this for me and had it mailed to me. And uh, as you can tell, I've got a lot of stuff highlighted and underlined in my copy. Uh, There's some gems in this book, Uh, and I just fell in love with with all the stuff that it talks about uh, in this book. So I recommended this book and today as I was working out, I started thinking about things that happened to me in my life that, uh, that affected me as I got older. Um, and that made me uh, hold myself more accountable when it comes to being a father myself or being someone who uh, people look to, to depend on. Uh, Whether it be my kids, whether it be my significant other, uh, whether it be friends, whether it be family, whatever it is. Um, And the first one was, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Give me one second and bear with me. Was uh, be impeccable with your word. This one right here hit home for me. And this is what I started thinking about when I was younger. And I want to make this, this uh, episode brief. When I was younger, um, two instances came to mind when I was a kid uh, that I'll never forget. And as you can tell, you know, I'm, I'm pushing 50 in, a couple, in about three years. So if I'm still talking about this now, then you can tell that it's been embedded in my, my head for a long, long time. Uh, the first instance is, uh, on one of my birthdays, I believe, I think it was like my eighth or ninth birthday. Uh, my dad was supposed to come pick me up. Uh, we were going to do something. So my mom and them had a birthday party for me. And then my, it was my dad's turn to come pick me up for my birthday and take me to go do something for my birthday. And, um, You know I didn't spend a whole lot of time with my dad when I was younger when I was in elementary school Um, I didn't really see him too much but uh, this was one of the instances where I was going to see him and to be honest with you at eight or nine I was excited man you know I wanted to see my dad Um, so you know I remember getting ready and my mom combing my hair and uh, you know and getting me getting me dressed up and saying hey make sure you're you're at the door because your dad's gonna be here um, a little while and you need to be ready because he's, you know, him, he doesn't have any patience. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'll be ready. So I remember sitting there and I remember my dad pulling up and my dad is, uh, you know, if anybody's listening to this, who's met my dad and knows my dad or knows me personally, uh, my dad's kind of flashy. My dad, uh, we're 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 different in that aspect he he lives a very flashy life he loves the limelight and he loves making a splash appearance when he goes somewhere so my dad used to have a when honda preludes first came out in the 80s he had a really bright red one it had some gold rims on it and then he had like a kit around the bottom and had always had a really loud sound system and it had a sunroof like when these things first came out they were like the car everybody wanted uh, so he pulls up and I'm thinking, all right, cool. I get ready to go out and he comes uh, comes walking up to the door and I see he has this girl that he's dating uh, sitting in the passenger. And I'm thinking, OK, let me grab my stuff. And he comes in and uh, he hands me fifty dollars. And he says uh, he goes, hey, how are you? My nickname is Boogie. He's like, hey, Boogie, how are you? He's like, I love you. Happy birthday. He's like, hey, you know, um, something came up. I, we can't go do this, but I wanted, I wanted to at least give you $50 for your birthday, come say happy birthday, give you a hug and a kiss, tell you I love you. And, um, he's like, but I, uh, something came up. I actually have to be somewhere, but, um, here's $50. Go have, have mom take you to go, to go get something. All right. And then I'll, I'll, I'll come pick you up, uh, in a, in a couple of days or something. He said something to, to the effect of, I'll pick you up in the next day or two or something like that. Uh, and I remember my mom looking at him like, Like, are you serious? Like, that's what you're doing right now? And uh, he leaves, he goes and gets in the car. And um, I watch him drive off with his girlfriend blasting his music. And I remember going, what just happened? And I remember my mom giving me a hug, uh, telling me she was sorry. Uh, and then she would take me to Toys R Us or something to go get something with that money, and not to be mad at him that he's still my dad, uh, but he doesn't have his priorities in order. Don't be upset. Don't get hurt. We'll go to the store, and we'll get something. And I never forgot that. I never forgot that I wasn't a priority to him. I never forgot that whatever was going on that day was so important that he couldn't take his only son, his only child with him uh, to spend his birthday. Uh, But I was good enough to come stop by and drop off a $50 bill and say happy birthday. Uh, And I'll never forget that. Um, Because to be honest with you, it didn't look like they were going anywhere serious. I mean, they looked like they were getting ready to go have a good time. He was all dressed up, she was dressed up. And uh, they had the music going, the sunroof open, and they were they looked like they were probably going to an, an adult barbecue with some friends or what It looked like something like that. Uh, but what do I know? Uh, but I know that I never forgot that, and to be honest with you, I don't know that I've ever forgiven him for that. Um, the second the second uh, situation I remember very. Very vividly was, uh, I had a, a really good friend of mine. Um, I'll leave his name out because he doesn't need to, his name doesn't need to be in this. Me and him are still good friends, um, but they him his dad invited me to go with him to a San Jose State football game. And again, this was around me being eight or nine, because um, they had tickets. Now, mind you, I had never been to a football game before—not a college football game not a, not a, I don't think I'd ever even been to a high school game to go watch anybody play. That was family to me. I hadn't been to an NFL game. I hadn't been to anything, uh, but I was excited because his dad was like, you want to come with us? You want to join us? And I was like, I was like, yeah. And so he's like, go ask your mom. And so I asked my mom, my mom said, cool. He said, okay, be ready at this time. Cause you know, uh, me and myself, we're going to come back. And they lived on the corner where we used to live. Uh, He's like, be ready because I'm gonna come back and we're gonna have only enough time to come pick you up and go, right? And I said, all right, cool. So again, I go and get ready, uh, get dressed, you know, I get my jacket because it's a nighttime game. And I'm thinking, you know, sounds a State, like that was like the big time for me. Like you're talking about an eight, nine year old kid going to a college football game. That's a kind of a big deal, you know what I mean? And so I was amped. Uh, I even had like a little Nerf football uh, and it got dark. And no one had showed up at my house. So I told my mom, I said, you know what? I'm going to go wait on the corner by their house. Uh, so when they pull in, I can just jump in and go. And she's like, okay. She's like, okay. She's like, listen, um, if it gets, if it gets a little late, just come back. All right. I don't want to have to go get you. She's like, and I'm like, all right. So I remember walking to the corner and it was pitch dark at this time. And uh, I'm sitting on the corner with my jacket and this nerve football. And, uh. I just sat on the corner for about 30 minutes and nothing. No, nobody ever showed up. Nobody ever came. Um, and I just remember being heartbroken to me. I remember being um, just completely let down. Now I know it wasn't my friend's fault, you know, cause we're kids. We, we can't control what our parents do at that age. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, they just never showed up. He never showed up to come pick me up. Uh, and I never felt comfortable enough to ask what happened after I saw him again. Um, I just remember it being really awkward and I remember not wanting to go over there anymore um, because I I was hurt, I was let down and I was upset um, because they didn't even come by my mom's house and say, hey. I want to apologize, this and this and this happened, we didn't end up going, or we did go, we didn't have time to shoot back to come get them. I apologize, we'll make it up to him, none of that, it was just whatever. Um, and the reason why I'm sharing this stuff with you guys is, I think, as a father, uh, it was very important for me to... Remember the things that affected me as a young kid. Um, Don't necessarily let them damage my future, but remember them enough to know that these are the lessons that I want to hold tight to, to make sure that I don't make the same mistake with my own kids, to make sure that I don't make the mistake with the kids that I mentor. To make sure that I don't make the same mistake to the, with the kids that I coach, um, and their parents, and the things that I say to their parents or them themselves, to make sure that I don't um, do any of these things because I remember how how much they devastated me. I remember how much they stuck with me. And look, I'll be 47 in September, and I'm and I just told you about two instances that were when I was, you know, around eight or nine. Almost forty years ago, and today I'm still talking about him. So, when I was working out right now, uh, I started thinking about this book um, because I have it in my bag because I got to give it to this person tomorrow. Um, And I remember the part where it says, "Be impeccable with your word." Um, We're not perfect. And if you're on my Instagram, uh, you you'll see that I put up a post uh, recently or today, um, whenever you're listening or watching this, on my Instagram, where I said, um, "Perfection is never going to happen. It's impossible. Um, Being impeccable with your with your word means, yeah, we're probably going to fail at times. Um, We're probably going to slip up. Things are going to come up. We're going to have to break promises." Uh, But I think communicating when things come up, communicating that, hey, I can't hold my word, but have a very, very valid reason why. It's important. Um, Because you don't know how that's going to affect that person. You don't know how much they may not have told you how much this means to them. Whatever you told them you're going to do for them or wh- wherever you told them you're going to take them um, You may not know how important what you said or did for them or was going to do for them was to them So it's important that you you try and be impeccable with your word with the things that you're saying to people The things that you're saying you're going to commit to I think about You know, just recently I did a road trip with my kids and I I I took Duran with me, who if you listen to my podcast, Duran is a a 14 year old that I've been mentoring since he was in fifth grade. Uh, Now he's going into high school. I think about me telling him for his birthday, I want him to join me and my kids to go to Anaheim and to go to San Diego and to go to three Major League Baseball games and to just have a blast with this. I think about telling him that, getting him excited because he's never been to a Major League Baseball game. I think about telling him that. And then not showing up to pick him up the day of. Telling his mom, hey, I'd love for him to come. My kids are excited. And her saying, that's great. I'm going to give him some spending money. He's looking forward to it. He's so excited, coach. Um, he's been talking about it ever since you brought it up. He, he can't wait. And I thank you so much for doing this for him. And then I imagine this, this kid packing his bag, uh, you know, getting, getting this stuff ready. Uh, and just getting his gloves so he can catch a home run or a foul ball at one of the games. And then me just not showing up. And I think about how that would have affected him. How he would have looked at me and said, you know... I I trusted you. I I looked up to you. you. I've known you since I was in fifth grade. Like, you... You didn't even stop by to tell me why I couldn't go. You didn't even stop by to talk to my mom and say, hey, there's a change of plans, and this is the reason. You didn't do any of that. You just left me hanging. I think about how bad that would have affected him. If you are a parent, a soon-to-be parent, or if you're a parent right now, Please keep in mind that your kids have photographic memories. They do. My kids are no exception to that rule. My my kids have a memory. They don't forget nothing. When I tell them we're going to do something, I promise you, they are on me in the morning. If they're they're staying the night with me for that night or if they're at home with their mom, and the first thing they do is text me, Dad, when are you coming to get us? What what should I have in my bag? Dad, should we bring a snack? Dad, do I need my Crocs or do I need my tennis shoes? What do I need? My kids are on me. It doesn't matter. They remember everything. So if I could tell you this is... Like the book says, be impeccable with your word. Don't think because they're kids you have time to make it up to them. Because... After a few times of that. They don't believe you anymore. They don't respect your word anymore. They just assume that you're going to flake every time. They just assume that you say stuff and you don't really mean it. And when they start feeling like that, everything else slowly starts to go out the window. Their respect for you. Start talking back. They start acting out they start rebelling, they start doing all these other things because they've already, where they used to hold you has now slowly trickled down because you continuously break promises with them. You continuously let them down. A lot of us take for granted that they're kids. Oh, we got time, we got time, I'll make it up to them. No, you don't. You don't have time because before you realize that they're 18, they're graduating high school and they're out. And you know what? At that age, it's too late. You don't have a lot of time. I think we need to remember that. And who's who's promised you tomorrow? Who promised that you were going to live that long? Who promised you were going to have enough time to make it up to them if you keep failing them? Who promised you that? Because to be honest with you, I could turn this camera off right now. I could shut this podcast down right now. I could walk to my car, put my bag in the trunk, get in my car and drive through a green light. And someone could plow through a red light right now and, and kill me. And there goes my opportunity. There goes me getting the chance to make it up to them. Me getting the chance to change, change their outlook on me. What they're left with is the memories of me continuously letting them down. Continuously not being impeccable with my word. And then being gone. I don't want that. And I know if you listen to my podcast faithfully... You probably don't want that either. Because by now, 33 episodes in, you know what this podcast is about. You know know my life. You know every day what I'm trying to do, how I'm trying to get better. You know the things that I share with you guys, how candid I am with you. And if you listen to this and you've been following from day one, then you probably don't want to deal with that as well. So... First of all, if you haven't read this book, read it. It's called The Four Agreements. Again, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. Excellent, excellent book. This is a book that um, I read it twice, and I'm going to read it again. (laughs) I'll probably read it again once I get it back from the person I'm giving it to. Um, It's an amazing book, uh, and I highly suggest it. uh, Because the other thing that it's going to teach you is... um, to not take things personal uh, so when people tell you stuff and, or they can't do something or, or uh, whatever it is don't take things personal uh, there's a lot of things in here that, uh, that'll help you out um, before I get out of here I want to share this with you there's this thing that I tell my kids and to be honest with you our baseball season has been tough we are 0-2 right now with my little league team and uh we have probably walked 27 or 28 kids in two games so uh so we have been dealing with a lot uh, and me i probably take the losses harder than all the kids do uh just because you know as a coach you know um you want them to do well you know what I mean and you're hoping you're giving them the lessons to get there uh but in the end you can't get on the field and and play the game they kind of got to play the game for themselves and hopefully navigate through that and get a win so anyways our baseball season has been tough um But I always have this running joke uh, for some of the slow kids that I coach. Uh, And I always have a super slow kid on my team. Anybody who coaches whatever sport it is, there's always that one kid or two kids who are really slow. And uh, so anytime, you know, one of these kids is running the bases and they're trudging along, whatever, I yell out, unhitch the trailer! Yo! unhitch the trailer (laughs) and their parents are laughing and uh it's a joke of just you know like hey man take the trailer hitch off man so you can get get going you got all this weight and you're carrying this trailer around unhitch the trailer um what i want to tell you about that is this i shared with you a couple of memories that i had right i don't want anybody to think that i want or i'm i'm telling you guys to carry you know, have a hitch with a trailer on that has all your life's grievances and all the problems that you ever had in your life and just carry this trailer with you all through your life. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want you to get that confused. What I'm saying is don't do that because it's going to weigh you down and you're never going to get past anything. All I'm saying is there's certain things that you keep in your memory Rolodex that you go back to Come up. You go to the library. You kind of flick through the the index cards, and you look for something. Hold on to these things like a little Rolodex in your brain. And when you need a refresher, go back in there and remember that. So it keeps you on the right path. So it keeps you on the straight and narrow. So you don't go back and make the mistakes that other people did in your life. All right. That's all I'm saying. So don't carry that that hitch, that trailer hitch around, and and carry all your grievances and things that broke your heart when you were a kid don't do that that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is keep a rolodex memory of certain things that you can go back to to remind yourself hey don't do that remember how that affected you don't do that don't do that to your kids don't do that to these people don't do that to the kids you coach don't do that to the kid you mentor don't do any of that remember why all right Anyways, that's all I have. This is episode 33 of the Perfect Mass Podcast. Uh, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure to check out raymelina.com. I've got everything on there, books I read. You can listen to the podcast, watch the podcast, read reviews of my books. Um, I got merchandise on there. You name it, it's there, all of it. All right. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram. It's Ray Molina, and the podcast is At the Perfect Mess Pod. If you'd like to donate, it's not a requirement. This podcast feeds off word of mouth. But if you would like to donate, and some of you have, thank you so much. Uh, I use Cash App, it is dollar sign, it's Ray Molina. Um, Whatever you'd like to donate, I fully appreciate it. Okay. Again, this has been an on the go episode. I'm out here at the park, man. Just wrapped up my workout, uh, and I'm going to call it a day all right i love you guys stay blessed and i'll catch you on the flip side and like i always say my life isn't perfect oftentimes it's a mess but for me it is the perfect mess all right god bless peace perfect mess is my perfect mess